What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Lords of the Long Box and the cover price shakers of the week. The list that I like to call the most regretful list and FOMO list ever, because at one point I own most of the books on this list. But uh, hopefully some of you will not be full of regret and some of you will be jumping for joy while others will be like, gosh, darn it. But I had that. I know. Before we get started, while you guys congregate, let me introduce you to the Lords. Burgundy, of course, was the foundation, the rock. But each member brought their own special something to the equation. People call me the Bry Man. I'm the stylish one of the group. I know what you're asking yourself, and the answer is yes. I have a nickname for my penis. It's called the Octagon. But I also nickname my testes. My left one is James Westfall, and my right one is Dr. Kenneth Noisewater. You ladies play your cards right, you just might get to meet the whole gang. Back booth there are every Friday night. Champ here. I'm all about having fun. You know, get a couple cocktails in me, start a fire in someone's kitchen, maybe go to SeaWorld, take my pants off. Anyway, I become kind of famous for my signature catchphrase, whammy, as in Gene Tennis at the play. I'm Rick Tamlin. People seem to like me because I am polite and I'm rarely late. I like to eat ice cream and I really enjoy a nice pair of slacks. Years later, a doctor will tell me that I have an IQ of 48 and I'm what some people call mentally retarded. That's crazy. <laughs> needed to get woken up a little bit i don't Ooh, think you guys yeah. were ever formally introduced to the lords but that put, sums us up in uh quick <laughs> right there some will say i am mentally retarded eventually <laughs> i won't say segue into that but say what's up otto to the no, good folks good one. i knew that was coming right there what's up everybody it's your boy otto that was pretty funny good intro funk brothers that was great good intro. where'd you find that dj tim that was that is there. dj noto from italia Jabello, right, Jabello. Cool. speaking of Jabello, jb say what's up to the good people how you doing, everybody? I'm JB with Discovery Bay Comics and can't wait for tonight's list because I've actually got some of these books, man. That's what I'm talking about. I'm pumped. This is a rather good list, I do believe. This is from our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com. Sign up for a two-week free trial if you like it. $6.99 a month. 
just the price of a meat rib that you can't get no longer, gosh darn it. Get your price guides, collections, and trends. They got a weekly newsletter, a yearly newsletter, just some great guys over there. So it's also brought to you by our friends at KarisComics.com. They have a new mystery box that's sold out, but they also have an Aliens variant that's dropping Sunday. They dropped an Aliens variant tomorrow as well. They already showed the cover for it. It's Mike Mayhew, and I can't tell you who the other artist, but... That artist is dropping on Sunday, so look out for it, Aliens number one. Uh, once again, this is the cover price shakers of the list. This is basically uh, big boys, movers. Well, not really movers. I like to call them shakers. So this is coming from our friends from Cover Price. Uh, this is focusing on new sales, or excuse me, on new high sales, or the most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list. This list changes several times every day. So make sure you check it out to review some of the hottest trending books on the market. I do believe one of these, they sent me this list yesterday and one of the prices already changed on it. So uh, that's how, uh, how how often they change it. At the end of the show, we'll go and take a look at some uh, books from today and see if anything uh, jumps out at us. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. I hope you guys are enjoying your Thursday. Happy WandaVision Eve. Uh, may all of your speculations not happened because uh <laughs> <laughs> i think we're gonna be left on a cliffhanger but let's get right to the boys and girls and what do we got for the first one all right number one on the list we've got deadpool number 45 originally published in 2015 from marvel comics like the regenerating degenerate himself speculation on deadpool comics keeps coming back from the dead this time we're seeing a spike in sales of some deadpool titles following news from Kevin Feige that the Deadpool 3 movie will not depart from its popular format, even as it moves into the more family-friendly Disney MCU realm. This means the Merc with a Mouth can proceed unbelieved in all his break-the-fourth-wall R-rated hubris. Now, it's hard to argue with the success of the last two Deadpool movies, which cleared about $1.5 billion. Now, among the Deadpool books popping, we noticed a record-breaking sale for his 250th self-titled issue, Deadpool number 45 from 2015. In particular, the Scotty Young Run the Jewels 1 in 15 incentive variant sold for a record $789.71 this week for a CGC 9.8 copy. Now, the previous high sale on that grade was only 450 bucks. Ironically, the comic was advertised as the last Deadpool comic, and further, it would conclude the death of Deadpool. Well, it was, sort of, and it did, sort of, in a surprise ending when two alternate universe Earths collide, smashing Deadpool's yacht in between and incinerating him. But of course, he didn't actually stay dead, and he was back the next season, and the next, and the next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, man. For uh, Deadpool fans, this is the one of the uh, the book that they always get for. And if you're a Run the Jewels fan, the hip hop group, then it's another one. Run the Jewels have been uh, frequently homaged on Marvel covers. Um, I think there's one with Howard the Duck doing the the Run the Jewels symbol uh, as well. So, uh, but those uh, hardcore Deadpool fans, they they know about this variant. Um, it's it's one of the kind of just cooler ones, and obviously all black cover. Uh, from 2015. So uh, there you go, man. So for all those uh, people who collect new sports cards joining us, welcome. And uh, there you go. Spend some money on that. Uh, so if first on the list, it. yeah, first on the list is Deadpool number 45, the Scotty Young Run the Jewels variant. 
All right, what do we got next? We got a lot right here. We know this book, Edge of Spider-Verse number two. This is the Greg Land one in 25. Good Lord, look at this money. All right, this is very wordy, so I'm going to take Hold my time. Hold on a second. On I, got, I have something for this. All right, you can That's right, that's right. God, Lord. Good Lord, here we go. With the mild Morales jumps, uh, made us look a little bit closer to Spider-Gwen's. She's been on the heels of the Miles market heat for a while now. However, Mr. Morales is currently miles away in the value. Oh, get it, guys, miles away. All right, there we go. This, hold on a second. His one in 25 is currently selling at 20K. Oh. And the first print now is at 2,600 and still climbing, okay? First miles, 2,600. However, Spider-Gwen is really starting to pick up heat. Uh, Miles' trajectory really shows there's uh, what's the potential to come for with Gwen. Uh, Her first print is now over $1,000 and still steadily rising. The 1 in 25 land variant just hit a new high of $6,900 for a CGC 9.8. This sounds familiar, right? Uh it's very August 2020 for Ultimate Fallout 4. She can catch up to Miles? Probably not, but she's going to get pretty, cro- pretty close. Um, like Miles, pay close attention to the 9.6s, while the 9.8 slobs and snobs um, will turn their nose <laughs> at a 9.6 modern, but it's still a good investment. With all that being said, we're watching this book and all the printings closely. First all print, can, second print. All can, wow. 6,900. All I can say to that is... Pay him. Pay that man his money. straight up edge of spider-verse number 20 number two the greg land one in 25 variant i sold my nine eight for a paltry thousand dollars signed by greg land signed signed by greg land 9.8 i only bought it for like a hundred bucks all right so i bought it way back when when like uh nobody really knew who greg i mean 2015 he wasn't you know that popular, I know, and the character hadn't taken off yet. There was a little bit, but not the the craziness that it is now. But God, wow, Lord have mercy! Because I always say, remember the uh, issue number two. There's um, there's a lot of reprints, but there's only like a couple of variants um on it. So you know, you know, if Miles comes, Gwen is gonna come. If you watch it, Edge of Spider Verse again, the animated movie. Spider-Man is pretty badass in that, man. I, I dig she her. really she, is. She, yeah, she's already like, she's showing that she knows how to use her powers and everything, but man, there you go. Edge of Spider-Verse number 22, the Greg Land 1 in 25 variant, selling for s- nearly seven grand and 9.8. Hey, I think we have something related to WandaVision. Maybe. Maybe. All right, next up, <laughs> we've got the Silver Surfer number three, originally published in 1968 from Marvel Comics. Okay, what do you think? Mephisto or no Mephisto? No mo. That's the big bad on WandaVision. Well, despite Agatha's reveal as the one behind it all, many still feel she reports to a more powerful MCU villain like Mephisto. This has long been a standing speculation since the beginning, and many are holding strong. In fact, one collector spent $15,950 on a CGC 9.6, which more than doubled the last high of $6,100 in December. Hopefully this pans out for that collector. It seems that WandaVision is enjoying swatting down speculation each and every week. What do you guys think? I, yeah, this is, I mean, if you saw Pal Bettany last night doing his, uh, he did a couple of talk shows. He was on Good Morning America. He was also on uh, 
Stephen Colbert, and then I watched a couple of weeks ago or a couple of days ago on um, uh, the Late Late Show, the one with the guy used to be on SNL, and he had another one where they interviewed Darcy. Basically, he didn't say anything, but the most the thing about Paul Bettany is um, he kind of let it out that you know the cameo he was teasing. He was like, I didn't really think people were going to latch onto that. Uh, just like the aerospace engineer really is not paying off. I mean, it almost, they almost do, they, they interviewed the showrunner and he was like, you know, a lot of people are going to be disappointed, but a lot of people are going to be happy. I, you know, I still thought it was going to be a six hour runtime, uh, but apparently it's not unless they include the extra episode, which is going to be next week. But either way, we're going to find out tonight. Tonight's episode is 50 minutes long. So, um, like, so you know, end. on, uh, this channel here, we will do a review. Uh, me and my uh, my dude Edward from Smallco, Smallscreen.co, will probably do a Friday after uh, Friday morning, Friday afternoon because he's in the UK and uh, he's already watching. So we're gonna do a spoiler review tomorrow, probably about one or two p.m. Um, and on our last episode, we talked about how the WandaVision showrunners really, I mean, the the uh, weekly episodic storytelling really leaves room for people to just speculate wildly on stuff. Us included, we didn't get too deep into the weeds. I mean, you know, uh, White Vision. I mean, people have been talking about their cameos that are coming up. The most, you know, common one people think is Doctor Strange is going to show up in an end credit scene tonight. But the, the one thing we do know, the end of WandaVision will it's lead in, into Doctor Strange into the multiverse of madness. So it's it's they've already said that. That's the one thing we know for sure. Um, who is the Dark Lord that mm -hmm. she is referring to? I think that Agatha Harkness is actually m trying to mine the chaos magic out of Scarlet Witch. I think that's. I mean, I'm pretty sure we could talk about last week's episode, right? <laughs> and it's like yeah, right? everybody's everybody's seen it, right? I mean, so I I think she's gonna try to mine out of her powers, and I think that they're gonna all team up to fight her. And White Vision is or Colorless Vision is gonna be fighting alongside. Agatha or just throw a wrench in it, but man, I mean, it, it's it's good to have a show again that we could be excited about, you know, weekly storytelling. Well, what am I talking about? We just saw The Mandalorian, right? I mean, I guess right. we're kind of spoiled. Uh, this had, that this we... had more cooler talk than Mandalorian, though, by far, by far. You well, know? because, yeah, because so. it's more, I guess, you know, the characters are not new. We kind of right. have an attachment to it. I mean, yep. the last episode of WandaVision was uh, arguably the most emotional of it. You could really see the buildup of what, uh, um, uh, Wanda has gone through and you can see why she's just lost it right she's mm -hmm. I mean she's yeah. lost her parents she's lost her brother she's lost vision twice twice no <laughs> she's shit. about to lose exactly. him again right. <laughs> I mean, you know she's not uh, her mind. yeah but you know it's amazing that the show hasn't leaked more I mean you know it's amazing how the the Marvel snipers have these people on lock and even if something is leaked they want you to know it's leaked. Like whenever Tom Holland or Mark Ruffalo leaks something, you don't think that Marvel's telling him to go out there and leak it. Come on, stop it. Anyway, Silver Surfer number three from 1968 won uh, on February 27th, sold for 15 grand. But if you would have bought it on December 22nd, man, you could have bought it for 6,100. Good She's Lord. Crazy. You know what that deserves? You know what else? That That's, that's another, um, that's another, uh, I think that, that deserves both a, a double. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Damn! <laughs> That's great. 
Yeah, I'm gonna right. just run those. Old. All right, so let's go. Yeah, on. Next on the list is something that's more familiar. I mean, rarely do we see such a new book on this list, but there you go, man. This that's is it. The th- it just keeps there on going go. and going. It's going. It's creeping up. And something is killing the children right here. Uh, so. This hit a new high sale of $659 for a CGC 9.8. Absolutely amazing. Um, just for some perspective, while not we're not applying apples to apples here, it took 11 years. Um, it took 11 years, a TV show announcement, plus a year after the first season of The Walking Dead to hit this type of aftermarket heat. And check it out, Something to Killing the Children, the number six, the Jennifer's Own, one in 25 color splash. That variant sold for a massive $1,380.55 raw, making them making this the most valuable, uh, making this the most valuable cover for the series right here. Wow. Unbelievable. Raw dog too. My God. Wow. Yeah. So there's the bonus for that one. This wow. is yeah. a raw comic. So this is actually snuck in on the 11th because there's, we, you know, they wanted to talk about both of them, but this is the rarest of the rare for this book um yeah people love it man um i mean this something is killing the children the department of truth all these little books people are you know and, and it's like you get and i'm pretty sure berserker will end up on this list too uh if you don't think a berserker movie or show is coming then you're not reading the tea leaves right would keanu reeves get involved oh, with yeah. it he's gonna get money thrown at him by hollywood and it's so it's fast coming. It, it's it's inevitable. It's coming, but it came out last week. Uh, I think our friends at Ages of Comics of Alaska had a one in one thousand signed by Keanu Reeves, right? Yes. yes. Yep. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's 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 just it's good to see the smaller you know studios. I can't even say they're smaller studios, but they're doing giant print runs. Good for them, mm-hmm. you know, because they're gonna keep up with the big two or the big three with Image Comics. Just wait till the new Spawn titles come out. You think there's a lot of variants for? You think there'll be a lot of variants for that? I think Todd McFarlane is going to get buck wild with the variants, but something is killing the children. This is this isn't even, this one is issue number six, by the way. This raw dog for twelve seventy five. Jenny Friesen, Frizon, Frizon, whatever. I'm gonna go with Frozone since I'm a big fan of the Incredibles, man. So uh, Jenny Frozone. All right, what do we got? Oh, enough. this is one of the ones I regret the most. Hmm. You know, you don't know. I was 13 years old when this came out. I had these in my hand. Number one, originally published in 1984, Mirage Comics. Now, key books like this with low print runs are destined for continuous price increases. This week, a CGC 9.2 sale of $27 thousand dollars smashed the previous high sale of eleven thousand four hundred and ninety five hold on pause all right go ahead (laughs) (laughs) now that's the real turtle power right there wow i had these in my hands i had I had the entire first run, first print run uh, of the uh, all of them in magazine size. So I think yeah. it's the first four or five mm. issues. They were the yeah. magazine size. Magazine. Oh man! And I meant it. Put it this way: live action turtle movies didn't even make this book move. You know what I mean? Um, it's you know some of the people that are um, new to the hobby are you know. 27 grand though 27 grand 27 come grand on, what come on man pay him pay that man his money 
No, <laughs> no doubt. Pay that wow. man his money. All Pay right. Next. All right, next up this is a rather interesting book that I would have never thought would have made this list. This is yeah, a good right. one right here. Well, this isn't talking about it. This book has been talked about. I've been hearing a lot of people talk about this in all the different variants. Uh, Thundercats number one uh, from 1985. This will catch your sword growing. <laughs> That's pretty funny. A CGC 9.8 sold this week for a new high of $975. In addition, the newsstand sold for $1,009 for a 9.8. Um, nostalgia is full in this force. There's so much love for this franchise. Hopefully, there's content in the future for our favorite cats of the thunder of thunder. Um, this book is there's so many different thunder. variants of this book. Yeah, it's, this is crazy. But they thought so, from Thundara, Thundara, I, I, I Thundara, Thundara, yeah, Thundara, yeah. Th you're thinking maybe Thundar the Barbarian. Well, since we're talking about, uh, go ahead and finish your spiel. Go no, ahead. that's it. It's a great book. Right, well, a lot of people are talking so, about. So, uh, how much was the newsstand or direct? Uh, uh, One thousand nine dollars. One thousand nine dollars. So you yep. know what I'm gonna do, right? I got so, one of these on there. It's way to CGC right 1984 now. 1984 looks like uh 1984. I was still skewing toward uh newsstand being mm -hmm. more rare than direct stand. Right around 1986 is about a 50-50 split. So 1984 started moving that way. So uh all right, man. I'm telling you this list. Mm -hmm. I, I saw this list, I was like, Oh, you're killing me, smalls, you're killing me. All right, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, issue number one from 1984. Hopefully, radioactive black belt hamsters gets a jump. You know what I'm saying? Oh, excuse me, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm telling you, all these weird uh, properties that Marvel and DC black had in the 80s, hamsters. everybody's, I, if, I keep on saying, if there's ever an ALF reboot, that damn ALF comic is going to go through the roof. <laughs> you know right. what I'm talking about? Yeah. The ALF uh, raping the seal cover? Yep. Can I say that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that book's gonna. If Alf, I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but I'm. Just, you never know. Nostalgia, Hollywood's running on ideas. So, there you go. Thundercats. Oh, I had the wrong uh, thing in there. So sorry. But you get it. It's not Teenage Mutant Turtles. It's it, right. it's 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 that. So, next up is another book that I I actually don't have, but I have the other version of it. But this one is the more rare of them. The white one is. Right. Yep. Here we go. The Tick Special Edition number one, originally published in 1988 from New England Comics. There was a huge new high raw sale of $500 for this first appearance of The Tick. Now, typically, raws have always floated around $150 to $200, bucks, so $500 bucks is whoo. Now, while The Tick has struggled to match the success of the 90s cartoon, his fan base seems to continue to grow. I'm a huge yeah, Tick fan. I love the Tick. Look at him. He's got his, uh, look what he's got around his neck. I, some people said it was a camera, but it's one of those uh, projectors. No. It's a viewfinder thing. It's a yeah. viewfinder, he, but, yeah. But he used to best. be like, he's, he was so crazy, he thought he could see, like, uh, it used, <laughs> he used it to help him fight crime or something. Right. Batman Well is one of my favorite characters. Remember that crazy little guy with the wings? Uh, oh, that yeah. Used to yeah. fly around. Yeah. Oh, my so. God. The uh, chair faced. Uh, Oh my God! If that Scare show, whatever, if they were to make that show now on him, I, I think it came on Amazon Prime. It, was it did. And it wasn't. Am yeah, it was one of the first Amazon franchises that come out. Yeah. It was good. It wasn't great, but yeah. But the guy who played the the tick was perfect. Uh, yes, the guy yeah. Peterman or whatever yeah. his name is from uh, Friends is that his name? Guy Peterman. How do I remember that? Anyway, he has he had, like the perfect voice for it. Like he's mm -hmm. the uh, forever. So yeah. this is the tick special edition number one. The so the other one is the black cover. The the special edition has the white cover. So it just knows that. So uh, be careful when you're out there uh, getting oh, said comics. So, yeah. Yeah, but uh, man, um, God, who had it? Um, 
my man uh on a on a, um it was on an IG live sale and somebody bought this for like a hundred bucks. Uh, oh, and, I, and I was trying to get it too. It was one of the IG uh, auctions that people do, which I can never yeah. actually do myself. I just don't see it's just hard. I don't know how they keep track of them, but the tick special issue number one, five hundred dollars for raw copy sold like three days ago, man. So get ready for some more FOMO or jump for joy, because a lot of you have this and a lot of you've been selling it. This is me? All right, here we go. Ultimate Fallout 4, right? <laughs> Holy smokes. This hit a new high sale in a 9.8 of $2,796.31. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, for those who expected this to drop under 1000 bucks, forget about it. That's not happening. Uh, 3K doesn't seem impossible for this book either. The print run is massive, but the direct demand currently exceeds the supply. We'll admit it. This amount well exceeds any expectations we had for the first appearance of Miles Morales. Play, pay close attention to the 9.6s, boys and girls. With this new boost for the 9.8s, the 9.6s are undervalued at $750 right now. That is definitely going to change, and it's not going to go down. Good God. Yeah, that oh, direct stand bro. variant is looking more and more. It's going to be man. over three grand. So that, come on. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the new stand, excuse me for this, is is really, that that is, people are really going, paying big bucks for the, the new stand. Because you think about it, 2011, how many new stand copies were out there? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we're not talking about the Marvel's preview issues because uh, we're going with this because it's an actual story. It's not an advertisement. But, yeah. Uh, Ultimate Fallout number four, the first appearance, first real appearance of Miles Morales. Jeez, going pushing three grand. It, it will hit three grand when it hits the grand. when it when he comes to the big screen. But, sure, uh, what's the name of an actor? Uh, here's a book we've been talking about. Now show. it's going to hit three grand in two weeks. Yeah, but and all it takes is somebody to see it live action. I swear to God, we can talk about it. There's the the variety you can talk about. Hollywood Reporter can talk about it, but until they actually see it on TV or on screen, is when they go, "Oh, now I should buy it." It's like I don't understand. You've had this information, like you knew Agatha Harkness was going to be in WandaVision. Then all of a sudden, she had to call herself Agatha Harkness, Harkness and then you still didn't believe her. Yeah. So. <laughs> Here's a book that we've been talking about. Uh, we've been hiring this on this show for a while. And we actually, I had this book on a long-term spec list a long time ago uh, for the wrong reasons, though. It's the first division, uh, first appearance of a character, but, you know, people aren't buying it for that. What is it? All right. Next up, we've got vision number one, the Souk 1 in 25 variant, originally published in 2015 from Marvel Comics. Now, Scarlet Witch and Vision Fever is not limited to their first appearances in X-Men 4 and Avengers 57. A modern Vision variant is getting some love as well. Damn. The Ryan Souk 1 in 25 variant of Vision number 1 just hit an all-time high of $1,499 for a CGC 9.8. Now, the book has first appearance of Virginia, Vin, <laughs> and Viv, a later family makeup to the Wanda, Billy, and Tommy, fam Tommy family we experience in WandaVision. And is an excellent 12-book series written by none other than Tom King. Now, there have been some other recent eBay sales higher than the aforementioned all-time high. But those books seem to have been relisted and as such are suspect. Sometimes buyers don't pay and the seller has to relist or buyers and sellers reach an agreement for which eBay posts the original list price instead of the actual agreed upon price. It's a reminder that you can't always take everything you see on eBay at face value. 
Would you look at that? So really, this is, you know, it's a rare cover, one in 25, but it features the first appearance of the, the, the Visions kids as opposed to WandaVision's kids, right? These are Viv and whatever viv vision and, and what was viv. the name vin and, yeah. vin and viv and the vin and viv, viv's vision which is a great story which kind of wandavision kind of takes morals for a little bit from the vision the scarlet witch and vision uh, miniseries the 12 issue miniseries as well a little bit of this kind of like a the because there's that cover where you see uh the their entire family in like a 50s scene as well yeah. um so it's, it's really interesting uh, when paul bendy was um uh being interviewed and he was thought they talked about um, you know, doing these sitcoms and he goes, you know what? It was really daunting. He goes, you know, he was looking back on it. We were watching Dick back like, and they were saying he was a genius doing the Pratt Falls, acting drunk. And he said it was just daunting to see these sitcoms and how well they were done. Like, you know, Dick Van Dyke and um, uh, Mary Tyler Moore show and all these ones that, you know, and Paul Bettany's like, I was a little bit nervous. Another interesting factoid, Paul Bettany's ears are CGI'd out of WandaVision. So the things you see covering his ears. So at first he had this thing covering his ears and he couldn't hear anything. So they removed him. And he said in an interview that uh, during post-production, they CGI out of his ears. So he's walking around set with his vision head cap on, all his makeup, but his regular human ears popping out. So, did you, so a little fun factoid from the Lords when you watch our show that uh, Google it is a thing. I actually saw it on his interview with Stephen Colbert. Uh, where they said that uh, I think it was Stephen Colbert. One of them. He's he's been doing his. Uh, they've been doing their junket for their uh, the press tours for Wandavision since it's ending now, which is kind of weird that they just started kind of really talking about it now. Which brings me, I guess, to a point. We got one more book, by the way. But you know, as I start to let me digress into another. Or you know, um, why haven't we seen any press junkets for the Snyder Cut? Right. I mean, Zack Snyder has been doing interviews on YouTube with people who have 500 followers. Right. I mean, why is he why is he on like uh, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or any of these other shows? It just shows that, you know, he's not getting paid for this. Right. Um, um, Zack Snyder. He already got paid once for the Snyder cut. So he's doing all this, just, you know, whatever they're, they're giving him, but he's not getting a personal cut from it. From what I was told, I think uh, mm. my man, Sil Abdul, who follows the Snyder cult and cut uh, big time. Um, so it's kind of weird. Like, cause isn't it coming out in like three weeks? The Snyder cut. Yeah. March, uh, March 17th, March 17th. 17th. So we're an hour. 17th. Yeah. I was just yeah. talking about it. Four hours long. Get your caffeine ready, boys. <laughs> well, I guess it's, oh, is man. it going to be four one hour episodes or is it going to just. It's going back and forth from what I understand. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there you go. Uh, we shall see if it gets the same amount of spec that WandaVision has. I don't think it will because there's probably only a few characters that you don't know about that are coming. Martian Manhunter being one of them. Maybe a Green Lantern and, and obviously dark side but outside of that i mean you know we we shall see but um so a week from tomorrow we're gonna get falcon and winter soldier so let's get ready to spec again boys and girls oh yeah <laughs> all right last book on the list is an oldie but goodie everybody oh, should have this oldie but goodie but specking on mutants now let's go who doesn't love the disco dancing dazzler herself you know She's returned from the pages of X-Force. However, multiple sources of comic-based websites and YouTube showing uh, mock-ups of, no, please no, of Taylor Swift, what she would look like as Dazzler, has piqued a lot of collectors' interests. We'll admit, 
she would look, well, they would admit, I don't think so. Regardless, her first appearance in this issue hit a new high sale of $13.50 for a CGC 9.8. First Dazzler, X-Men 130, classic, right in the beginning of the uh, Phoenix Saga. Cool book, great cover. Very um, underrated book. Very, very underrated, underrated book for first John, appearance. Right. Chris, Cla Chris Claremont, John Byrne, uh, John Romita Jr. actually did the cover. I mean, you've got greatness in this. It's all over this book, and it's still oh, underrated, yeah, you know. And even look at the X Men logo with the disco. I lights. wouldn't mind Taylor Swift this. disco as, lights and the X Men logo. Yeah, Swift, so man. I like yeah. her. I like Taylor Swift. I think she's hot. All right. Anyway, well, yes. Yeah, so, I, I don't mean, why people hate on her so much, man. Maybe because she always does. But you know, in that she does some commercial where she's scooping a kid of ice cream, and then she like winks at him, like, "Oh, I'd tear that ass." <laughs> <laughs> she winks at me. She likes me. I'm Taylor Swift. Her. Hey, I'll break up with you. You can make oh, a song about man. me. Come on yeah. now, let's get with it. So X-Men number 130. It's amazing how people just make a mock-up. But you know what? It's just people know mutants are coming. I mean, if if you saw just WandaVision, ones and how. it's pretty obvious that Wanda is a freaking mutant, right? I mean, He's a mutant. For those kids who are stuck on modern X-Men stuff, in the 70s and 80s, if you were born with powers, you were called a mutant. Yeah, the X gene, yep. yeah. Right. And then as time grew on, and then Hickman started drawing all kinds of crazy figures and all this craziness, and you know, things have to change. But you know, anybody born with powers was a mutant, and now we know that Wanda and probably Pietro both got their powers before they touched the uh, Loki scepter. Oh. Mm. Mm. pause yeah. anyway mm. uh so there it is man i hope you guys did well and you know what uh hang out with us for a few more minutes man we're gonna look at the cover price website right now oh yeah and let's see uh what's shaking today oh you see how, you see how i did that that was good i like it, I like it. Right. so well. this like i said this just list just shit yeah this list <laughs> this list changes Dude, every day Whoops, you, got, you guys shouldn't be looking at that but um oh yeah Whoa. that's my adam blue legend uh Very let's go to nice his, it actually went up. I sold a couple books and my uh, my collection went down by two grand and then it went back up and I didn't even add anything to it. So there you go. There you go. Good luck with your West Coast Avengers 45. Yep. There's a G.I. <laughs> Joe right there. I got one These for are sale. the highest movers. <laughs> used. People are still getting the next worst book, man. 36 units sold this week. Wow. 51 units sold this week for spawn number one, boys oh and girls. 51. Is, that, it, this... is it the error print? No. Oh, Jesus. All right, so this is the Daily Shakers list. If you have a full subscription, you get to see all 50 of them that change on a daily. Oh, look at that. You know, I, I you this know, every time crazy. I look at something, it ends up being on the show next week. I'm like, wow. all right, let me try to find something that's a little bit different. Here we go. I like the Loki right there. Yeah, I'm going to pull up this amazing Spider-Man. This Ooh, is gnarly this? right there, man. Yeah. So this is issue 678, the Joe Crononius Venom 1 and 50 variant. A raw dog sold oh, for two ooh. grand. Oh man, I, they're probably gonna put this on the shakers list next week. So, if you had, wow. I think I have this. I gotta, man, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. It's one of wow. Them. Uh, but uh, that's raw. What's going raw. on? Look at that. That's Loki crazy. right there. It's only a matter of time, but you know. So we got the first appearance of Loki, three point oh, for twenty two fifty. That's not that's bad, not at, bad all. at all. That's man. Not Let's see what the highest known value is. Good googly moogly. Oh, good God. Good Lord. What's going to happen to that with the end of the year when Loki comes out? I know, and I don't own so, this book. I've been after this book for a while. You that don't need to a while. is yeah. a 9.6 sold oh in February 2020 for $53,000. $53,000. Wow. Well, that deserves, right? Pay him. Pay that man his money. 
<laughs> oh yeah, crazy. you got paid all right. All right, but damn, so uh, that's crazy. A uh, little Rick and Morty action. Look at that. Oh, we already see Rick and Morty books on here. Let's look at issue number one, the Justin Roiland one in fifty. <laughs> First appearance of Rick and Morty, twenty five hundred and a nine point eight. Rick and Morty fans are super, super devote, man. They love them some Rick and Morty, man. So there you go. Damn, I wish I was into Rick and Morty. I would have known. Here's that Jenny Freezone. Hey, here's a book that we always say every collector should have in there. You should have a two fifty two. You should have yourself an ASM two fifty two. Right. Um, first appearance of Spider-Man in a black costume predates Marvel team up 141 and a spectacular Spider-Man 90 by two weeks. Graded 9.8, 17, That was dude. Somebody had a $900. That's not even the highest value. Somebody had a 9.9 back in 2013. How much is go back up? What? What? Five grand for a 9.9. That's incredible. How you got a 9.9 out of that one. Because this wow. is uh, these covers are notoriously flimsy in this era of comics, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, the covers were super. They're they're super light. The super, was, I bet this would be like fifty black. fifty direct to. Uh, you can almost see the first pages art through the cover, like on Spider Man two ninety nine and and three hundred one. Those white covers, you can see like the first part, uh, page of art because they're so uh, flimsy. Uh, your typical suspects on here, a little one. Here's that Clone Wars book. One. Here's go to that event, Tim. Go to the Adventure Comics. This book is very underrated. It's a DC key. Um, yeah, okay, this is the yeah. first appearance of the Legion of Superheroes. This book is a ghost. If you ever see this book, first appearance uh, of Legion of Superheroes, Saturn Girl, yep. Cosmic Boy, Lightning Boy. Look yep. at that. Uh, point five sold for seven hundred dollars. This book is a ghost. <laughs> This it was basically used as a cum rag, and it was still sold for seven hundred dollars, six dollars Eight point five sold last year for nineteen twenty grand. Yeah, I mean, this is. I don't know why um, WB, DC, CW, whomever this was nineteen fifty eight too doesn't make a proper Legion of the Superheroes show. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's I a ton know. of characters for them to mine in that world. I mean, I don't know yep. why they're not in it, but uh, Rawhide Kid. I think we talked about Rawhide. We Kid did definitely on the show. Uh, here's now see it takes the show to actually appear for people right. to really start buying these books up right <laughs> I mean look oh, now man. you have Captain America issue number now 6 this is, of course yeah. is the uh, the famous story this is by good Ed Brubaker believe, this was right? a good run this is a great yeah, read it is yeah, Ed Brubaker and Steve Epting yep. um, 9.8 sold for 650 I sold that book too cheap that's and that's the highest yep. known value, highest known ever sold is uh, sold yesterday for. Uh, so there you go. The Falcon Winter Soldier People spec is already, People already starting, starting to yeah. happen. They're starting on the next spec. Watch what happens with that in four weeks. Here's an old friend of ours. Do you remember when everybody wanted this book? Yeah. First a full appearance of Apocalypse. Five fifty for a nine point oh. eight for a major that? villain for a major who mutant villain. Published? 86 so do you want in 86 i'm still bring up the chart again what do you want in this one uh about 50 50 1986 is definitely 50 50 50 50 okay yeah so i'll show the chart for everybody can look 1986 was 50 50 that was the mark okay after 1986 is when you want direct stand before 1986 you want new stand but i guess it's easiest way to 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 put it but um man um 
I'm surprised uh, I'm, more people aren't buying Ultron books. Remember when uh, first appearance of Ultron was just blown up all over the place? Yeah. I still think yeah. that can happen tonight. I still think hey, that look can at happen this. We didn't get to hear his voice. This just no came out. No way. What the I, heck? I thought I had them all, but apparently I don't have this one. Damn it. This is the Demon Days X-Men number one, the Peach Momoko design variant. Somebody bought a raw copy for five hundred dollars, man. Insane! Come on, there are man. some gorgeous covers for this too. The Scott, uh, the Mark Brooks, the J. Scott Campbell. I'm, I got, I got this is all you, Tim. I got the art germ as well. I got the uh, the Virgin art you didn't germ. Get so, this one. yeah, our friend, old old friend, Nick's, hey, little brother voodoo ooh, action. Ooh, brother voodoo. People thinking nice. brother voodoo is you know this. I think we all, this is one of those things where people was like, just buy it because it's eventual that he's coming. They're building up on the world of magic. Um, they already talking about magic users. They talk about witches. 7.5 for 400 bucks. That's not bad. Seven, I do believe um, Manimal sold a graded copy uh, on our last auction. I think uh, really? Brother Voodoo. Yeah, somebody got a killer Look at that price. That's actually not that bad with everything that's going right now to pick that up for a nickel. Well, yeah. here's, let's, 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 let's give people a really under the hood view on things on, on really the price differences. So 7.5 is sold for $400, but look at the difference in 7.5 and a 9.8, a 9.8 sold for $4,200. That just shows you the discrepancy between grades. So here you get a better view of it. April, 2020. Um, so roughly a year ago, 4,200. If you look, it's kind of, man, somebody got a downright deal back in 2011. But right. very rare that these come in such high grade. They're just hard to find. I have two of them myself that I can't get um, higher than a 9.0 on. Uh, but you can see 9.6 is starting to creep up. Look at that. I didn't. Uh, 9.4s are now over a grand starting. Wow. Uh, so let's look at 9.2s creeping up there. 9.0, 650. Yeah. So you know what? Read the tea leaves, guys. I mean, Brother Voodoo. I seriously doubt he'll be called Brother Voodoo. Right, uh, probably yeah, called Doctor Voodoo, which Dr. he was called. Voodoo, yeah, he at one point he was called Doctor Voodoo in the comics because he was a sorcerer supreme. Uh, in well, why the is comics. Avenger Seven hot? What's going on over there? Let's take a look. Avenger Seven, right there. Yeah, what's going on over there? Mm. No key. Yeah, hmm. Eh, could be a minor key that people are specking on, but I know. Oh, I mean, the live Zemo chat cover. I don't know. What do you think that is? I'm surprised Baron Zemo hasn't jumped up in price because hello they showed him wearing his they show him wearing his purple rib, ribbed condom uh, mask i mean you know because in you know it's kind of amazing that more people aren't you know, i guess it just takes them to see baron zemo in action for them to really come out here's something you don't see every day babe that? comics from 1948 oh, wow not, not very anatomically correct but you know whatever we get <laughs> run for your life babe's gonna throw her cyclone Jeez. ball at you um 515 dollars for a 6.5 wow. that's pretty interesting i've never even heard of this yeah uh, no. flash brookdale wins 5.4 uh there you go some golden age comics that's why some things doesn't matter they're just hard to find um, I mean, hell, even the, the screenshot that they have has the, uh, has a date stamp on it. <laughs> see that right. July 21st, yeah. you, you know, it's, it's hard to find when the, the only copy they can find has a date stamp on it. But, um, there you go. looks like some raw hide kids are picking up this, uh, mm -hmm. Star Wars, Clone Wars. Morbius. Yeah. Let's look at this one. This X-Men book. Yeah. Second on. appearance. That's not even a first Sauron. No. But 
it's a high graded uh, Silver Age book Ooh, for seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So a nine yeah, six. Hey, in the silver? If you can find X Silver Age X Men in nine point six, snap grab them. I yeah, mean, that's right. a pretty good grade. So a nine point eight sold for two thousand three hundred though. It just goes to show you. It doesn't matter on certain books if they're just really oh, something is killing the children is all over the list. All over Man, this list. That is crazy. Something Our really is killing the children. Amazing. Hey, I got one of these. Let me amazing. see how many. Let's go through and see how many I have. I have one, two, three, four, five. Hey, I was just saying I had this. <laughs> that wasn't there a minute ago. Hey. Yeah, uh, five, six. You don't have a two fifty two seven. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have three master of kung fu's. Mm. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. I have sixteen of the top fifty books. Not bad. So let's take a look at master of kung fu because I'm always curious that we know the movie's coming, but um, what are the? Look at that. Let's look at the actual break it down because I do have a nine point eight. Holy cow! <laughs> I am selling that shit. <laughs> you won't sell that book, will you? I, I have three copies, so we'll see. Yeah, but we'll I see agree. how high it goes. But good lord, um, February of this year, nine point eight sold for seven thousand five hundred. I believe it or not, my other copies are double signed. But my nine point eight, I was like, I am not cracking it. I am no. not cracking. It. I bought it from our friend, uh, our our pal for comics, Dennis. Yep. I bought, and I'll tell you right now, I bought it for fifteen hundred the day the movie was announced. I said, Dennis, you still got a copy? He goes, Yeah, I'll give it to you for what it's selling for now. And that was cool of him because you know, you know, obviously as soon as I bought it, value went up when they announced the movie. Because as soon as they announced it during, um, I think it was San Diego Comic Con or D twenty three is when the book started going up. But it didn't really move a lot, and we haven't seen an official trailer yet. But look at these prices: seventy five hundred, six grand, forty five hundred. Wow. I also have a, I have a, also have a nine point six. That's not bad. Maybe I'll sell my nine seventy six. Uh, 2500 I also have a 9.2 and a 9.0. Good Lord. Yeah. I Well, I have the entire run of, almost the entire run of Master of Kung Fu. Um, so I think there are some, um, and I'll stop sharing now. I think there's some gold in their, their heroes because if they do an entire movie, there's bound to be a lot of characters they're going to be talking about. So uh, if, just think about Marvel rarely does just one movie, right? And, you know, it's typically if it's successful, they'll do a trilogy. So there's a lot of stories to tell. So just, you know, look out for those. That's what I say, man. So... We got, we've been with you guys for 45 minutes, 170 of you watching. I am starving. Uh, nice. I, mean, I would say I'll take a night, a nap, but uh, shout out to my man, Dollar Ben Fodder. Follows me on Twitter. I always talk to him on the side. I think he's part of uh, Tales from the Flit side. So shout out to Dollar Ben. Give him a follow on Instagram, the Twitters, and the Twatters, and all that stuff. Shout out to our friends at Geekosity Mag. Hone it down. Uh, maybe. Um, I'll have uh, James from Gigasi Mag join me and the smallscreen.co tomorrow, right around 1 p.m. Pacific. We're going to do our WandaVision uh, review. <laughs> and I think tomorrow we're finally going to do our long term spec list. I, I, I just, we just need to get out of the way. Uh, because <laughs> Got it. We're I, sitting on it. Because Saturday I'm going to be on the Geek Aficionado uh, with uh, talking about what I collect. And then Sunday I'm going to be on East Meets West. Or is it, yeah, East eats me west and then sunday at 4 p.m east meets west and then at 5 p.m pacific i'm gonna be doing another live live letters of long box with mikey sutton and then we have another long-term spec list for next week and another long-term spe- long-term spec list for the week after that so a lot yeah, of great a lot of great cheap books to go out there and get man so speaking of great cheap books 
Otto, any last words? Oh, that's it. Wow. Uh, yeah, man. Good to see everybody hanging out with us tonight. Sorry, I stumbled over a little bit of my words. Uh, pretty excited for this list. But guys, head over to Three Men in a Basement. We actually just started a separate little Instagram page. So if you don't want to follow Roger, myself, or Dave in a cave, you can just head over to Three Men in a Basement on Instagram, all one word. We are going live tomorrow night, 8 p.m. I got mail calls, AOKs. We've got Future State. Dave in a cave is going to be rocking with us. So Three Men in a Basement tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern. I hope you guys can join us. Thank you very much. All right. Any last words, JB? Oh, yeah. I'm going to drop the link right here, Anna. I want to shout out the last two weeks' winners have come from this show. Last ah. week's winner was Nikki Comics Addiction. Says, see a bunch on the Lord's Good Show. And if you don't want to know what I'm talking about, you can win a PS5 simply by dropping a comment on my top 10 video. I just dropped the link in the description. And don't forget, if you're watching us and you have not already, make sure you hit the thumbs up. Subscribe to the Lords of the Long Box and hit the bell. He just gave you the rundown. A ton of great content coming up, and you don't want to miss it. Thanks for having me on tonight, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and we also have our giveaway that I keep on forgetting about, and we're going to announce that next week for sure. Uh, so go we'll check out our, our video from a week or two ago, our 6,000 subs giveaway. We're like uh, 6,100 and something already, so we will eventually get to that too. Sorry, it's just been really busy, so just just tired. I'm mentally exhausted. I need to take a like, uh, like a four month vacation. Basically. Well, then by the time you'll be old enough to retire. Ready for WandaVision tonight. Yeah, Come on, yeah. I go take a nap. Then again, I've been napping all day. So, but uh, oh, yeah, see you guys nice. tomorrow on Small Screen Co. or my show or one of them. Uh, we're going to be doing a breakdown on WandaVision. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. As soon as I find my intro exit, man. There you go. Hit it. I got way too many things hey, in, man, in forget, StreamYard man. now. We it's like a, a million time. things. Peace out, everybody. That one's way too long. Now let's do this. Rewind, select town, come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage?